Hello, my name is Frank Scola, and today is day 81 of the 90-day challenge. This week, we are growing in a lifestyle of mission through building a habit of making disciples of Jesus. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Mission is living sent. In the same way God sent Jesus into the world, we are sent out by Jesus to love others and to make disciples. We do not huddle inwardly, hoarding our resources and isolating ourselves from the world around us. Instead, we go with the empowering presence of the Holy Spirit in us, seeking the kingdom of God. Today, we are reflecting on how we are called to reflect Jesus and invite others to do the same. Matthew 5, 13-16 says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything, except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. These verses are of the first words of Jesus during a full sermon we commonly refer to as the Sermon on the Mount. They follow just after his opening Beatitudes. The audience was likely primarily Hebrew, so they would have been familiar with the subject matter and laws Jesus would preach about that day. Regardless of the religion or ethnicity of the audience, everyone in attendance would have been familiar with salt. And so are we. All listeners of Jesus during this time period would have used salt that was obtained from the Dead Sea. While not obvious to us, when hearing Jesus talk about salt losing its saltiness, they would understand. Dead Sea salt was full of imperfections that would make it bad for what salt is intended for. So what are some of the intended uses of salt? Let's explore. Salt amplifies flavor. While we need to be careful not to eat too much salt, salt is amazing at making flavors multiply. For example, if I'm making some fajita veggies that requires some paprika, and cumin in the recipe. If I don't use salt, I'm gonna need way more paprika and cumin if I want the peppers to have the full flavor the recipe intends. Salt amplifies. Salt also absorbs flavor. We've all seen in the spice aisle, garlic salt, onion salt, Merlot salt, etc. If you leave salt in something long enough, it'll start to taste like that something. 
That's why salt is even used to clean out spice grinders, because it removes the oils and particles from the previous spice quite effectively. So if we are called to be salt, we are called to amplify and absorb. If salt comes from the Dead Sea, are we called to amplify death and darkness around us? No, because we are also called to be light. Light needs a surface to reflect off of for humans to see it. So even if we are surrounded by darkness, like a city on a hill, we reflect, amplify, light that is within us and each other that Jesus has placed in us. This light leads us to good deeds. And the Beatitudes show us that faithfulness and suffering in darkness leads to life. While we experience death around us and within us from our sinful state, God leads us to life. To think that out of the Dead Sea, tohu vavohu, void of anything, comes life and order. In our culture, people use the phrase, I'm salty, in a negative way. Being salty, as our culture uses it, is absorbing and reflective of the bad that they experience. When something bad happens and you're salty, you are bitter, hurt, maybe even angry at those involved in the situation. Upon temptation to reflect the death and darkness around you, which may be the habit of everyone around you, hold on to hope. Trust that as a follower of Christ, you don't fabricate the light. The Holy Spirit shines the light of God for you when you submit to him. And even if you're willing to embrace the light, don't embrace it so hard that you don't let others see it. People are hungry and wandering. Jesus has what they need, and you have Jesus. In some cases, you're the only light bearer, but that is always only temporary. Someone will be with you in just the right time, maybe thanks to your obedience. When we are salt and light in the world, people will taste and see that the Lord is good. So do good deeds, even when everyone else in the house isn't. In situations of judgment, ask God to help you bring mercy. In situations of unrest, advocate for peace. Choose righteousness and invite others to do the same. The pure of heart will see God. And unlike the impure salt of the Dead Sea, God hasn't trampled on us. Let's be salt and light so that new disciples will be seen for the first time. Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. Matthew 5, 13 through 16 says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. What word or phrase jumped out to you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today 
in response to any of this. Heavenly Father, you are righteous. While I was impure, you chose for me to bear your light. May you give me and my fellow believers the humility to not hide the light in good deeds you have called us to. May our saltiness be contrary to the darkness of this world. Remove our temptation to hide, God, and thank you for seeing us with compassion. I'll take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections into the coming day, let's remember the words of Jesus in the Great Commission found in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all my hope in you. Amen.